this. Introducing the original Blood Clad Podcast, not PS. Soothing semantic. Special dedication all the way from New York. Boom! Yeah, man, SWOT semantic. Yeah, man, oh. Boom! Soothing semantic. Yeah, man, Big up, sir, man. Soothing semantic. On another episode of Soothing Semantics, today we have a guest, the Puerto Rican Jew. What's going on, bro? What's going on, man? What's going on? So, uh, I saw this character on Instagram, and uh, the Jewish jokes definitely got me. You guys will check out his page, I'm confident you will. (laughs) And he's a fucking riot, he's a quirky dude, and... uh, Ever so often, I, I check into your pages, okay, check into cool. your videos, and it should, they're, they're fucking, fucking great. And he now, you know, were telling me that you are hopefully getting on to Rob uh, Derdek's MTV thing. Yes, uh, hopefully by the end of uh, the year, from what I'm told from uh, MTV Ridiculousness' uh, producer who I'm in contact with. He, um, he said it should be by the end of the year. The the episode will be airing. It it's already filmed. It was filmed on uh, October fifteenth. So I'm excited, man. I just want to see what Rob's gonna say about that video. You know what I mean? Of of my mom's friend humping my leg. Like, <laughs> what is he? We're gonna say? put that. We're gonna put that up so you guys can see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. Man. <laughs> That's gonna be interesting. You know? I, I saw it. I saw it. So I know what you're talking about. And. Yeah, it hit Worldstar. Yeah, it's, it's over two amazing. million views on Worldstar. That's bro. That's really the beauty of the past couple of years. Where mm-hmm. if you have a skill, you can millions of people can see it in a matter of minutes. A hundred percent. And you can't. You couldn't do that back then. The exposure, but, man. It's just about you know being able to get your face out there and your talents. These days, you got to take advantage of it because you're right. Back in the day, it was <laughs> it wasn't easy to get yourself out there. You had to go to you know, auditions and stand-up comedy or whatever, network and meet people. But now Instagram is like everything. It's like almost... Horse like and took fucking forever, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking years. And I'm not going to lie. Jim Carrey kind of helped me out. Big uh, inspiration in my life, you know, watching his movies and stuff. I kind of see how you have a bit of that, that slapstick... Yeah, you know, with the different faces and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Jim Carrey. He's, you know, big... Uh, Idol of mine, uh, Chris Tucker. You an Austin Powers fan at all? Back in the uh, day, a little bit, of course. Yeah. Happy New, you little Dutch bastard. You Do know, I yeah. make you horny, baby? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Austin Powers. Yeah, that's hilarious, man. The that's one, memories. my favorite scene from Goldmember was. Did you watch Goldmember? Of course. Seen them the all. best scene was when Austin Powers goes to Mini Me, and he's like. One of us is going to have to go on the other one's shoulders. And you think, obviously, Minimi's going to go on his shoulders, but they do it the opposite way around. And this little tiny midget dude, oh, I can't say that word anymore. Little person. Little person. Uh, yeah. Fucking cancel culture. No, but listen, all right. We can edit that out. We may, we may not. Who knows? Anyway, so the guy, so he, Austin Powers is on his fucking shoulders with this massive lab coat. And then they go to get like a pee test. Yeah, yeah. And did you remember that? The whole thing? I'm going to literally put this in because I, I was to. crying from laughter when I watched yeah, it the first time. That. Did you remember with the rubber glove? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. If you don't, we'll watch it after the episode, but I'm going to put it in. And I remember I watched it like three or four times over again and again, and I was tears are just streaming down my, my face. <laughs> and he's he's one of the funniest, one of yeah. the funniest act. That movie is just he's amazing. 
Doesn't and he it, play multiple roles in that movie yes, as well? Yes, so he plays Dr. Evil, he plays uh, Fat Bastard, he plays himself, you know, he plays oh, Austin that's Powers. Right. He plays Fat Bastard. <laughs> that's funny shit, though. That really is. That's hilarious. Yeah, he's a dorky James Bond. He just gets a lot more women and kills more people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Crazy how he does that. Yeah, it's wild. It's interesting. But yeah, dude, interesting stuff going on these days, you know, with the whole uh, Instagram thing. Yeah, and I'm just trying to take full advantage of it. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get it, man. You'll get big. I'm very confident. You're ready. Get you're, you. you're ready on the road, dude. Appreciate that. Yeah, dude. Just keep at it. Check out his page, the Puerto Rican Jew, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Puerto Rican Jew, just like that. So, so, other than the, we're going to talk more about your page, but how are you finding this now with what you're doing as far as COVID? So let me kind of explain the question. Being that everything's on fucking lockdown yeah. with COVID. Yeah, it's terrible. In Miami, it's not really like that. I don't know if you went out at all, but it's a lot yeah. more open. Yeah, definitely way better than New York. I'll tell you yeah. that much. So when you, when you guys are, are down to move. Oh, <laughs> it might happen uh, sooner than later. I'll tell you that much. But, um, but yeah, New York is uh, pretty bad right now with the lockdown. Actually, you know, we're like nine months into COVID. And unfortunately, New York is going back to like phase one. We're back to... Um, uh, what should I call? What do you call that? Like a uh, curfew, ten o'clock. All businesses have to shut down, restaurants and all that. So it kind of sucks, man. Knowing that almost a year in, we're back to you know square one. I don't know exactly, you know what's going on behind closed doors with. What do you think it is, man? Like, what do you? What's your straight up conspiracy theory on the whole thing? My conspiracy theory. I'll be honest with you. As I think. As, as long as you're honest with me. I think. Um, it has a lot to do with the election. It's yeah, just, but it already the election's already like over. Not at all. I hope it's not. Not at all. Right. We still have more time, you know, till what January. Yeah. You so know, things can with, happen w- yeah. with the whole thing with Trump. You know, accusing the Democrats of cheating the election, and you know, with the recounts going on, and all you know, PA and Georgia, and mm. you know, uh, Arizona, and all that. Um, it's just, for me, my opinion, and seeing all this and how I feel about it, to see COVID numbers spike and hit a new record during the election week. You know, and I'm watching the news. That's yeah, fishy. That's what's fishy going shit. on. And, I, and this is what they're putting on the news. And I'm just like, come on. And then all of a sudden, a vaccine. 90% done. All of a sudden. All in election. All of a fucking sudden. All this time. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, the vaccine will take seven months, six yeah. months. Cuomo and de Blasio are like, oh, God. And now, now Biden. I hate those fuckers. You know, wins or whatever it is. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, it's clear. We're, we're going to be cured yeah. soon. Yeah. Honestly, it's. It's, it's fishy, dude. I think. Uh, I think, uh, you know, it's hard to say whether the Chinese invented it and whether it's a virus that was. Uh, you know, on like a deeper medical level where it's something that can be mutated in the yeah. sense where you can catch it a million times yeah. and the virus kind of like understands the, the, the antibodies and can like, you get what I'm saying, and like fight with them and can continue to grow. You get where I'm coming from? 110%. So that might have been modified in a lab. And who, exactly. Who knows? I believe it's man-made, but it very, very well could be man. Because of the, because of what you're saying, exactly like how like it's so contagious to this to that. Because you catch it and then you get yeah. it again and then you get it again yeah. and again and again. So it's like, it's like, yeah. And I and I think the weirdest thing about COVID is the the paradox, like the 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 issue where 
if we were if we didn't wear masks in the beginning, mm-hmm. a lot more people would have died earlier on. Mm-hmm. But I think it would have been finished by now because yeah. we would have built an immunity. <clears throat> Hopefully, 100%. the problem is if this shit can be caught again and again. Mm-hmm. What do is there do? immunity yeah, really? Like, because then you could just then. But but the, also just to add on to that, that's the scary part about it because. From what I see, what the media does is puts fear into people. You know, the American people. Oh, they do least. that anyway, even without COVID. And, you know, if if that is the case where, like you're saying, where you could get sick again and again and again, it's going to make people think like, oh, maybe I should get this new vaccine that we have no idea where it came from, what's going on with it. Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's a scary thing, man. It's, talking about man, a mandation vaccine. I shouldn't have to get a vaccine if I don't want to. Like 100%. the flu shot. It should just be like, you know, you want to get the flu shot? Go ahead. Walk into Rite Aid. It's your option. But mandatory vaccine. They can though. force that? They can, this they can is, this force. Is, listen, this what is what I'm do? reading. What are they going to do if you say no? Are they going to hold you down, waterboard you, and then? Uh, that, yeah, I don't know, man. Dude. By the way, you know. should. Not, not me. Are you doing, no, no. Are you, are you going to do like a funny waterboard skit? Because that could be an idea. 100%. I might actually <laughs> wait till this goes down where they're, where they're like mandatory, you must get it, and then put it on camera and just start running like, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. You know? And just like go to war. and De Blasio's goons yeah. like catch you, they break into your apartment, they hold you down. De Blasio is a prick. Yeah. Just want to let that be known. Nobody, and it's really funny how the Democrats and Republicans don't like him. I think the only people who like him are his family. And they probably, <laughs> I think so, too. I, I don't think <laughs> no New Yorker liked <laughs> de Blasio. There's actually, I swear to God, I've seen this. There's a, a viral video. I think it's an Italian kid. Oh, yeah, yes, definitely I know you're talking about. Who, who, who catches him on the street. He's like, you fucking rat scumbag, you motherfucker. <laughs> Bro, th- that was like the greatest video of 2020. Shout out to that kid who did that, who saw de Blasio on the street and called him a rat scum. Shout out to you, kiddo. It's so good, dude. That I have to amazing. find out who that person is. And yeah, I don't know who it is. An interview. That was amazing. Yeah, dude. That was that, that was, was, that was great. Hundred uh, percent. So yeah. That being said, everybody hates the guy, and I also think, I think with COVID, it's a simple divide and conquer thing, where they're dividing the country politically, and then they're pushing an agenda to cause this anxiety and panic. Yep. And then the people who have major wealth can then continue to make more money because when people are in a weakened state of mind you can take advantage of them Mm -hmm. so this is where you have to be as a person smart enough and resilient enough to say something's going on yeah and even if you can't figure out what it is because i don't fucking know to the degree of what's really happening but i just know i have shit that i need to do and -hmm. it's going to get done whether or not these people try to push this whole thing yeah only thing they can really force me to do is wear a mask exactly um what else can they force me to do that's pretty much mm. it. And I think you're right about that. You know, people they, they can't they can't, you know, be puppets. Right. That's how that's how I look at it. Like the media wants us to be like they like a puppet. Like just listen to what they gotta tell us and you know, all the information just but really you gotta look beyond it, you gotta do your research, especially with this whole, you know, the election things like one of the biggest things now, like politics is like number one trending topic these days, you know? Which I hate because I hate politics. I fucking hate politics, dude. I hate politicians. Such a waste. Pricks. But um, but yeah, it's just really not being a puppet, not being a fool, and not just listening to what somebody behind the freaking TV is telling you and, and just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to go you know, do this, whatever they're telling me. Like, no, fuck that. You know? 
Fuck that shit. It was, I think it was all closed at toilet paper, to be honest. I think the toilet paper companies weren't making enough money. I still can't get over how we acted over, uh, yeah, over the toilet paper. Why in the world was toilet paper the thing that people lost their shit over? <laughs> I think it was just market. No I intended, think it was huh? just, yeah, it wasn't even intentional. Oh, shit. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So they were able to cause this panic on not having enough to wipe your ass. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, how am I going to wipe my ass? It's like. There are tissues, there are wipes, there are leaves, there's printing paper, yeah, yeah. you know, there are pants, like, you just shake your pants, <laughs> just shit in the sink, there's, got, there's options, and everyone's like, oh my god, ah, and everyone's like grabbing, and there was, there yeah. was videos of there, stores there was, of people yeah. literally, like, jumping over each other's shoulders, you know, and, and just pulling each other by the hair, no, but like, everyone was <laughs> bugging, like, there's other more important shit. I would have never thought that toilet paper would have been... The it's because the, the media pushed it, and it became this thing because it's like now, well, it's still a necessity. Yeah, of course. So if, you take a shit. if everyone else is taking it, you got to take a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. got to go, got to go. Unless you're yeah, – well, Biden kind of forgets at times to take a shit. But uh, So Kamala reminds <laughs> him. Kamala's like, Joey, it's time to take a poop. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Right now, everyone's yeah, and everyone that's watching this is probably like, are you hating on Biden? Yeah, it's no. a joke. It's a joke, guys. Shut up. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Anyway, <laughs> like I'm gonna lose like you know yeah, a couple followers. Yeah, into yeah. fuck. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Shit, can we move on? No. It's amazing, bro. It really. Is. So, yeah, dude. So other than other than uh, COVID, dude, mm-hmm. what was I mean? What was your upbringing like in Brooklyn and earlier it, days? Or what do you, what do you mean? Like, that's a good question. Like early in my life, you're talking about. Well, kind of. What brought you? A good question to ask is, what about your your upbringing brought you to do what you're doing now? Uh, videos on Instagram and comedy. Um, funny story. Okay, so one day I'm at work. You know, I'm bored. I've always been a like an energy type of yeah, type yeah. of kid. You know, like uh, always dancing or always just like you know trying to have a good time, make people laugh. Even your hair, even the little curl. Yeah, you guys see that right there? You like that little curl? You did it on purpose. Shout out to uh, John Travolta, Grease. Shout out to um, Johnny Depp, Crybaby. Big fan. Uh, But yeah, um, I've always been that type of guy. Your hair doesn't even follow the rules. Your hair just does its own thing. Yeah, it just does its own thing, you know, uh, which I respect. It's it's like like its own person in a sense, honestly. I treat him with a lot of respect. But... um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, I've always been like energy dancing. And well, what was the story though? Around. You said you had a story. Uh, I was at work one day, and I was bored as shit. Um, I'm sitting at the desk. Uh, was what were you it, doing? What uh, job was it? Uh, plumbing. Okay. Local one uh, union, but I was working in the office. I was like the you know the bitch boy delivery guy. You didn't wear the overalls, the the, the, gym, yeah, the denim overalls. All that, all that. It's like I came dressed. Like, to get my hands dirty, but really, I'm just sitting behind a desk. Okay. You know, it, it was very strange, but whatever. Um, I was bored. I was, you know, answering the phones for the secretary who wasn't there at, at that moment, and uh, I went to the bathroom, and I just had this idea. I was like, what if I imitated my Israeli father, <laughs> right, okay. and uh, made a scenario that happened in my life? When I got caught smoking weed for the first time, what if I uh, kind of imitated that on video okay. and put it out there? Because before that, you know, I had Instagram. I had maybe 500 followers, you know, nothing crazy, mm-hmm. regular 
you know, post a picture here and there, whatever. But um, so I had this idea. I go to the bathroom and um, I start doing it. I start imitating my father. I'm like, uh, hello, what's this smell? What is this? You know, I'm playing my father uh, in the role and I'm answering him as me. Uh, oh, Papa, it's nothing, you know, it's a cigarette, a little cigarette. Let's see, go ahead, ball, come here, let me see, you know. Yeah. And I just kept going back and forth as my dad and, and yeah, as, yeah, me, yeah. as a kid. And uh, I put it up on uh, Instagram. I uploaded it, and it got some buzz. It was like, it was like, oh, shit, a few comments. I was like, well, I never really got a comment. Right. Like, wow, people are <laughs> tuned in right now, you know, like laughing and stuff. And I kind of got that feeling like, oh, sh you know, this is cool. I like this, you know. A couple friends hitting me, oh, that was funny, dude. That was funny. Make more. And I was like, okay. And then later on that day, I was thinking about, oh, what's the next idea, you know, and came up with another scenario of uh, um, an Israeli video. It was actually Passover at the time. So I did a little um, Jewish gathering. Oh, real quick. You know what fucking kills me that you do? You do the Bukharian guys or just the Russian Jews with the, with the unibrow? <laughs> Brat. You did the one with the stairs. I saw that one with the, with the Russian guy at the stairs and he's complaining. I think that the Israeli guy makes noise. And he's like, what? He's like, what's your problem? You want to you want come Shabbat, to do Shabbat by me. And then the, the guy, with the, he's just looking up at the unibrow with the box in his hand. And he's, and he's like... Okay, we go. Okay, I call my wife. We go to Shabbat dinner. Thank you. <laughs> With the unibrow, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I like to play different roles, different nationalities. I actually went to yeshiva growing up Where'd as you a go? kid um, in Canarsie. It was called Yeshiva Ratzad. I've heard of Ratzad, yeah. yeah. I went to Derech Hattori. You know Derech Hattori? I've heard of it, yeah. yeah. On, on Nusher and King's Highway? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. The one from Brooklyn, across from Brooklyn Bagel, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I went to school with a lot of Baharians. Ah, okay. So, uh, you know, a lot of them had unibrows and stuff. They uh, do have unibrows. You guys, you listen, you guys do a great job cutting hair. Yes. Manny, you're the man. Queen, shout out Forest Hills. Shout out, yeah. You guys have a lot of back hair, but uh, it's, it's part of it's, it's it's life. Part of, it's yeah. part of it. It's know? cold in Uzbekistan, so they need exactly. the extra warmth. I'm sure they keep very warm. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, that was cool. You know, I love the Baharians. We play ball and shit. So, but, yeah, that was part of my comedy. I was like, oh. Let me play a Bihari, let me play an Israeli, let me play, you know, an Italian, or just to mix it up a little bit for everybody to get a little bit of my um, sense of humor, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and not just keep it on one thing. As an Israeli, that would be selfish. You know, they already say enough about us Jews, so I had to share the wealth and that is for sure. Being Italian too, you know what I'm talking about, from Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying, Bensoners, you know. What other, what, move, what other ones can you do? Uh, what? Which other, what other impersonations do you think you're going to... Um, what do I do? I do, uh, the religious Jewish, um, people. <laughs> I do that. From, I like, do that. Borough Park and stuff. Yeah. Shlamey. Come on, it's kiddish. Come, come, come to the table. Let's go, guys. You know, just do a little bit of, you know... Or the, or the way the rabbis kind of have a constipated... They, they, when they talk. <laughs> ah! 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 Ellie! He didn't make it to yesterday's, yesterday's class. You're going to be in it for Gemara? Ah! But no. they also extend the words, too. I don't, I don't know what it they is. Always, they they don't just say Ellie. It's, like, it's like, like 10 seconds. Like, Rabbi. If you're not going to study, you're yeah. not going to know it. Ah! You know what I mean? What are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. And they're rocking back and forth. And like, oh. <laughs> they do so this. They do the leg thing. You're yeah. Really oh, they're always moving. I think that's where I picked that up, too. I, I kind of moved, too. It's my rabbi from Yeshiva. Bukharian rabbi? 
I don't know if he was Bukhari or not. But, you check uh, the back here? He might have had a uni, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where he was, though, but he was cool. He was, he was Shout out Rabbi Fogel. That definitely not Bukhari. Unless he was Fogelov. <laughs> With the OV. That's right. That's right. They all have the OVs at the end. I'm going right. to have some Bukharian guy show up to my door later. Brat, <laughs> I, I came all the way from fucking Kew Gardens to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I seen podcast. You and the Puerto Rican Jew, prick. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny shit. Yeah, dude, it's it's awesome. I, I like doing impersonations, impressions yeah. too. I do a, a decent German. I do a German und und Wasser und Hamburger, Frankfurt, and Germany. Sei gesund. Sei gesund. My name is Heinrich und Pinsky. <laughs> Frankfurt is actually not a. Uh, I'm, I'm like going British now. I'm, I'm not so <laughs> yeah, you leaning a little. You do the British as well. Okay. okay, okay. It was, it's quite a, it was quite a fantastic situation, if I were to say so myself. <laughs> yeah, some decent. And then my Italian's de- pretty good, too. Uh, my Israeli's good. I do a good Arab one, also. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Today, Al- Al Jazeera, my name is Mahmoud Al-Walahi, and uh, we are covering the news coverage in, uh, in the Pal- Palestine. Uh, <laughs> there is, uh, unfortunately, an occupation. People are getting really triggered by this, but all right. <laughs> and uh, uh, we, we, uh, Yani, we wanted Yani. to, uh, we, Yani, we wanted to have a shawarma outside, but because <laughs> of the pandemic, Yani, they don't allow it. Uh, uh, inshallah, they're eventually inshallah. going to uh, allow for this to happen. Uh, but my uh, my mother is is not allowed to leave the house. Okay. So I, I have to do. The, the lyrics, you know, the words, the improv, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but the yeah. accents, yeah. I've heard it a million times, so of I'm ready. Of course. Kind of, I mean. uh, and then there's also my Spanish. I don't have like, I don't know if it's like Ecuadorian or whatever. I just do like, eh, you know, last time I had an empanada, I shit all, <laughs> over, I shit all over the floor. You know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I, and then you got to put this on video, dude. You, you, you got to yeah. get yourself out there. Yeah. I don't, the truth is, man, I don't know if I would. And don't get me wrong, I would love to, but it's just like yeah. time-wise. There's only like yeah. so many things you... I don't want to be a jack-of-all-trades. I feel you. The podcast is an opportunity for me to do this kind of thing yeah, in thing. a different way. Mm-hmm. And then if, you know, for instance, I would do a skit with you if you're down. Yeah, I would do sure. If other people want to do stuff like that, I'll get on it. I take the opportunities as they come. Uh-huh. So if it makes sense, yeah. if on a Tuesday somebody hits me up in Miami, like, yo, we want to do this comedy thing. Mm-hmm. You do a great Arab accent. We'll do like, you know, you'll put on the whole, the whole thing and we'll yeah. do whatever. I'll be like, all right, fuck it. Let's, Let's give it a go. Why not? You never know. It could blow up and it'll be fun and why not? You never so, know, man. Yeah, That's I just happened with me. You know, one video just led to the next one and, uh, you know, went from 500 followers to 11,000. Not crazy, nothing crazy, Dude. but I'm just saying, you Dude, know, within a year, it's not that Once bad. you hit the 10K mark on Instagram, yeah. bro, and tell me if you, you agree, I think you do, you get that mental confidence where it's like, yo, I exceeded 10K, This, I got this. 100%. You know, because it's not that far off from 100, bro. Like, you just, and you're going to lose a few because some people are triggered Every and they day. get upset. Like, oh, he said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, you know? So once you hit, a, you're at 11,000, dude. You're not far off. Once yeah. you hit 100K, then you're like, all right, that's, I got this. And you're already. small goal. Yeah, dude. So it's just, it's a domino effect like we were talking about earlier. 100%. And, you know, the more people that know you, the more people that know you. The more followers you get, the more followers you get. The more popular you get, the more popular you get. Unless you're Louis C.K. and you do what you do. But he'll be fine. He'll come back. He's Hope so. He's coming back. He's one of my favorite comedians. But. Uh, what happened to him? 
You know what happened to him? It was something with the jerking off. Yeah, he was he was he was, off he was beating he was spanking the monkey in, in front of people in front of like women or something or like so. live or like on. The, oh yeah, like he would go out onto the stage in, in Madison Square Garden and just like just pop start beating off and shit. No, I'm totally joking. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. And he just sits down. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah, everyone's expecting a show. Yeah, he just pulls out his pants. Uh, that wouldn't it. be that funny, but I mean, I'll be honest. I would die of laughter. I'd be like, well, "That's that would really be hilarious." I'd be like, "That's really fucked up." But it's I'm a guy, so I wouldn't yeah. really be like uh, uncomfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. For women, they'd be like, "Oh God, oh, fuck yeah, Ugh. he's disgusting." I'll never see him again. Yeah, I mean, listen, I understand from a wo- woman's perspective yeah, no, why no. that's. Yeah, I get them. I I actually saw him on a plane. When on my way back from Mexico a few years really? back with this kid, and I'm an idiot for not saying anything, but it was like right when the whole thing happened, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, felt a little yeah, because weird ah, about it. I feel like no one else knew he, it was him. You know, some people mm-hmm. have no eye for these things. Mm-hmm. Like, there can be a famous actor on a plane, and just, yeah. some people just—I don't know—they're like they, blind. Yeah, they, they just can't. They don't notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll even if it's—I have—I'm the opposite. I'll—I I just You're recognize aware. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And like he was very well. inconspicuous. You could tell he was trying to be very on the DL, on the down low. That's what they do, you know? These well, also guys. because of what happened, I think, in well, general. Too, yeah. But he, I feel like he didn't want anyone giving him any attention. He was probably mm-hmm. worried that paparazzi would show up at a normal. Yeah. Like, is it true that you did that? Yeah. And he's going to be like, oh, yeah, great. Yes, I did. And, it, and I'm really glad about it. He's in his head. He's like, please leave. I want to jump off a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Oh, man. Yeah, We're dude. praying for you, buddy. Yeah, dude, come back, man. Praying for your comeback, Lewis. Yeah, he'll, dude, he'll be good. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. He's easily one of the funniest comedians. He's a funny guy. We do good. You have a sense of humor, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, we that's what we need. We need another thing to throw comedians in because it, it ties into politics. Yeah. I find that comedians sometimes are the most honest about these things. Yeah, Because true. they say things in a funny way. Uh huh. And it a lot of the time. No, everyone has bias, but take a guy like Dave Chappelle, or I love. Dave they Chappelle. make you think, and then you'll be like, "Oh, that's funny." You'll you'll laugh, and then you'll be like, "Huh, that makes fucking sense." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like they'll bring they'll put you into perspective in a humorous way, yeah. but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I find that sometimes like the truest things I've heard were actually from comedians. A hundred percent. Dave Chappelle is your, that's a perfect example. You know, because he doesn't give a shit. He'll talk no. about whatever. He'll make fun of whoever. And uh, he's just an honest guy, you know? He says it for what it is, and I respect that. You need Definitely, people like uh, that, man. another idol of mine, Dave Chappelle. Shout out Dave Chappelle. Yeah, hopefully he'll see this one. But you, uh, you need, you need, comedians are so important because so many people are so triggered and sensitive and make a big fucking deal about everything. And when you have comedians that can lighten things up and, and make the racist jokes and, and give you the shock factor mm-hmm. and say the things that people go, <gasps> you know, but then they go, ah, that's so funny. That's cool. It's, it's hilarious. So, people, uh, you know, th- especially these days. I think people are just a little bit too sensitive these days. You know, if you take a look at old school um, stand-up comedy, especially. Uh, someone like, like Eddie Patrice Murphy. Patrice O'Neill, bro? You ever heard of Patrice O'Neill? Um, no. He is one of the most balls-to-the-wall, say-whatever's-on-his-mind guys. Like, he says such controversial shit. Really? Yeah, about, like... Male and female psychology, uh-huh. like it, it. A lot of it sounded. He, he passed away. A lot of it sounded very misogynistic, but it was like, whoa, that's intense. Like you, I'll show you later some okay, of his videos. Okay, okay, cool. But he was easily one of the funniest guys. Yeah, uh, the, well, but you were talking about. I cut you off. You're talking about. Um, oh no, I was just saying how like you know back in the day, um, even watching Eddie Murphy, 
I think it was uh, the Raw stand-up comedy that he did. And, like, one of the first things he comes out and says, like, he's making fun of gay people. Flat out just saying, faggot. Yeah, that and, takes so much balls, dude. And you know what I mean? Even, that you, just said, even that you just said that. Yeah. Most people. And I could edit, <laughs> I can edit this out, mm. but that completely kills the point. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, we're leaving it in there. It, pr- it makes the... Yeah, the, no, the, guys, nothing against you. It's not there. I, I like gay people. Hey, how are you? Yeah. You know, I'm, uh, I know a few gay people out there. No, so that's how you... That's you know? a, that's the classic. Like, I, I have a few gay friends. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't know if I... Babe, do I have any gay friends? We do. We do. You see that? Like, nothing against anybody who's gay, but I'm just saying... You know, back in the day, it was a lot more like people were like, it was funny shit. You make funny, you make a good. joke. It's, it's not, it's not a, you know, to hurt anybody's feelings and shit like that. But these days, it's just terrible. Thank God for Dave Chappelle, because I feel like he's one of the last, like, I guess you could say, really famous comedians who doesn't give a shit no. if we live in a sensitive world. He's gonna, he's gonna say what he thinks is funny. You, you know what I mean? That, and I respect it's that. So key. Imagine we didn't have that. Uh, they, just, see, that's the thing. I don't want to. Dave Chappelle. You need to just be immortal because who else I know. is there? You're hoping. Just, hopefully, there's a reincarnation of him, but there's yeah. somebody that comes. Me. Yeah. It's gonna be me. Man. One day. You know. Dude, believe big it. dreams. Big believe dreams. Believe it, man. Don't even doubt it for a second. Straight up, man. Big dreams. Be your own version. Don't fucking don't like. I know you're, you're saying it like in a funny way, but yeah, just made, like fucking believe it, dude. Hey, man, I know. Yeah. Uh, shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. Yeah, dude. You know that that's my motto. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Shout out to Brooklyn. But um, like, I really do believe that whatever you put your mind to, you can do. You know, and uh, stand up comedy has been something that I've been thinking about doing. Well, obviously, you know, with the whole COVID thing, can't really do that now. But uh, future wise, you know, have you done stand up? I have not. Only doing skits on Instagram. That's all I've been doing. Is it a different? It's a different kind of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very different. See, like I said, I've never done stand-up comedy. I have friends who have who do skits as well. Uh, like one of my boys, uh, Will's Way, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest dudes who does skits on Instagram. I think personally, um, he. I, I've seen his stand-up. He he actually did a few, and it's more like. Painting the picture to the crowd. Mm-hmm. So like, you know how me and, and guys who do skits or, or females who do skits on Instagram, like, will create a scenario and put it together in a video. But when you go on stage, I believe it's saying the scenario. Right. You understand to the crowd and, and kind of like painting the picture to the people and, and, and just, you got to be good at it. It's hard also it's hard because to do. you don't have the back and forth. Like with your crew, exactly. you have that person responding. Mm-hmm. When you're on stand-up, you're by yourself. Exactly. The only response are the laughs. It's just you and you're or standing the, in front of, let's say, even just 100 people, which is yeah. not a lot. But, you know, it's either going to be crickets or it's going to be like, ha, ha, ha. Or it's you I mean? fucking suck, boo. Or it's going to be fucking tomatoes <laughs> yeah. thrown at your head. I go, you never know. It's That's a risk. That's what's funny because like risk. When, when you do shit like that, when you do ballsy stuff like yeah. that, or you're an athlete or a fighter or anything like that, people are savage. Oh, yeah. They don't and most shit. of these people have nothing to bring to the table. They don't have a pot to piss in. Yeah. You know, there are people who, who aren't doing shit. But mm-hmm. they're the first people to be like, oh, you fucking suck. You yeah, loser. Yeah, 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 I would do it better. My grandma could do better and they're literally eating Mike and Ike's off their stomach, oh, sitting on their, their bed and just, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? It's terrible, dude. I'll be honest with you. I see that a lot, especially on Instagram. Like, even looking on, let's say. Uh, you get people talking shit? Oh, yeah. 
I mean, not a lot on my page. I have had, you know, critics and bad reviews from some little jerk off hiding behind like a two follower page, you know, like a fake page. Mm -hmm. But um, if you go to like World Star or like these big platforms and you go into the comments, I've seen videos where personally I was hysterically like laughing. Like, let's say I watched like a King Batch or Anwar mm. type of vi uh, video on World Star. And I'll go to the comments and you'll just see a, a couple of comments like, uh, straight face gang, where you at? You know, and, and it'll get like 100 likes from people who agree or people, you know, where, where was the joke? Like, what part was I supposed to laugh at? And I'm like, looking at these comments, I'm like, is this kid like, is he getting bullied in school? Is he miserable? Like, this shit was funny. Like, how didn't you find this funny too? I don't get it. They can't be happy for other people, dude. Yeah, it's like, I, I just don't understand it, you know? It, it really shows, though, how different people are and different sense of humors and, you know, especially with the comedy stuff. Like, I'll be honest with you, I personally don't think kevin hart is the funniest guy oh dude i've been thinking this for so i'll be honest long i i respect him yo, he's a hustler i he i don't said, think he's funny anymore yo i'm gonna be back in the day he was his stand-up no shit. honestly man don't get me wrong there's there are things he's the skits he's done that were funny and whatever mm -hmm. i don't find him that funny yeah he's he's really not that funny you. dude I, i'll be honest I, yo i so many people don't agree with me so i never even bother but that's what i'm saying it's like oh my god dude different i could tastes. not agree more with you bro you know it's it's with everything. not agree more with you it's like music he, he's he's all right i don't think he's that yeah, funny no really I, like i said i think dave Chappelle, you know is one of my favorite comedians bill I think burr also cracks me up who bill burr Oh, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he cracks funny. me up. Oh, you know, but you know what? You know what? Actually, though, you know what gets me about a lot of f female comedians. They really fuck it for themselves because they all they do is talk about sex. I think that's such a cheap way to become popular. Mm -hmm. It's funny. You want to throw in sex? Do it. It's funny. Yeah. Great. But some of them overdo, it and it's all they talk about. It's like we get it. We you like to talk about sex. Great. You're over. <laughs> but it's not. It's a, it's cheating. You know what I'm saying? It's the shock factor. They're constantly shocking you. That, yeah. The other day I was doing that, and it's like, okay, hilarious, awesome. We got it. We heard it already. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, but it. you, there are other there are female comedians that don't have to do that. A lot of them do, to be honest with you, from what I see. Which female comedians? Do you, of, which female uh, comedians do you know that don't talk about sex all the time? I don't know. Do they all do it? I think for the most part they do. But I will say this. There is one female who I think is hilarious on Instagram. Her name is, I think, it's Sexy Stace Face, something like that. Uh, she's a little, like, on the heavier side. Okay. But I think she's from uh, maybe the Bronx. Or, but she's fucking funny, dude. She's yeah. funny. If you don't know who she is, look her up. I'll I think it it's out. Sexy Stace Face, something like that. I'll check it out. She's fucking hilarious. I, I, shout out to her. She's, she makes me laugh. I checked her out. She's cool. But as as far as stand up, I don't really know too many. Um, I don't watch too many female uh, comedians, honestly. Yeah, as long none as of them as long, stick out. As long as you're honest. Only way to be, guys. Only way to be. You know. Yeah, dude. But um, but yeah, I'm getting more into the stand up comedy. I want to actually start doing uh, auditions for movies and stuff. I got a friend who wants to manage me, and and he actually set up a. Oh, photo shoot for man. next week when i get back to new york we're gonna be doing that dude phenomenal yeah my boy prince shout out to prince money from brooklyn um he raps and all that he's doing his thing mm. but uh but yeah he wants to help me out he, he believes in me 
and uh, he wants to set up a few auditions and take it from there and see what happens. Yeah, dude, you would do a great Jim Carrey style of comedy, like that slapstick kind of humor. <laughs> I would love that, honestly. You I do great with it, bro. You do great. Get me on set, Jim. Where are you, buddy? I love you. You know that? Who's your her? might even see it you never yeah. know yeah you never know you're right you're right one thing leads to another how'd you get the crew by the way because i know you have a couple of people that i that i've seen in your videos how yeah. did you there's just a couple of people you knew from before you started doing this or not at some all, of them came dude. along after you already yeah, every everybody came along but doesn't this after. prove though how this shit manifests itself because you just see like oh i got comments People are looking at me. Okay, I'll keep doing it. And then it builds and builds and builds. And other people who do comedy are like, uh-huh. yo, I do this shit too. And you guys meet up and do one together. Then other people that they know do come and do mm-hmm. shit with you. And then you're building this, just this, cl- not client, but you're building this this like Rolodex yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. of people, this atmosphere, and networking, whatever, and network and whatever. And it's like, you know, before you know it, you're just, you, anything you like, oh, I need a... I need a white girl to do this. I need a Spanish girl to do this. I need that, that, you know, this black dude, this whatever yeah. it is. And you just, for that specific role, and you literally have like 70 people you can yeah. choose to do a specific thing. No, 100%. And it's funny that you say that because uh, that's exactly what happened with me. See, the people around me who I knew at the time when I started doing the comedy skits, nobody was into that. It was just me from Brooklyn, you know, just trying to get my name out there and trying to make people laugh. Actually, my boy Will, who I mentioned uh, earlier, Will's Way, he reached out to me, and he didn't know me through a hole in the wall. He just DM'd me randomly. He was like, yo, dude, I think you're, you're funny, Glory and hole. I, I want to work. I want to work. Glory hole kind of thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Glory hole. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, <laughs> Did you see the co- – yo, real quick, hold your thought. I just I, – you said it. I had to throw it in. You, you're holding it? You got it? Go ahead. Keep the thought. The, did you see what they wrote? I think it was a European country, literally because of COVID, mentioned that people should use glory holes. Um, <laughs> I, I shit you not, I'll find it for you. They literally nah, I made did not it. See that. That's it was hilarious. a list of there was a list what? of medical procedures during you know during yeah. sex during a pandemic, and they literally threw that in there. And I took like a triple take, and I was like, "Is this real? Like that? They, the government knows what this is." <laughs> and they, <laughs> you heard that, babe? Glory hole. We should try that. Um, that's hilarious but no i I, you gotta show me that you gotta show me that's funny shit i didn't see that (laughs) that's amazing goddamn europeans dude they're crazy what's up with you guys horny bastards crazy (laughs) what what were you what were you talking about though oh uh yeah so my uh my friend will he dm me out of nowhere and he was like yo dude you know i like your videos i think we should collab and um i said you know i I uh, answered him. I was like, yeah, dude, let's do it. Fuck it. Why not? And we met up and boom, made some magic, made a few skits. And he introduced me to some people who he knows and worked with who do skits as well from Queens. And that's how it really started, at least for my page. So I started linking up with um, Jay Garcia, who's uh, a big timer in Queens, who does skits. Shout out to Jay Garcia. He's one of my he was one of the first role models, actually. Uh, who I looked up to when I started, a friend of mine put me on and was like, oh, watch this guy. You remind me of, of, mm-hmm. of him a little bit. So that's how I found Jay Garcia. And we linked up. We did a couple skits. Um, so shout out to Jay. He's doing his thing. He was actually on MTV as well. He had a, he had a prank episode, him and his mom. It was pretty dope. Oh, I'm sure that's me, dude. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was funny as shit. But, um, but yeah, man, you know, people like me, we're out there. We're working, you know. We, 
it's the little things that get you going, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure even Jay would have never thought that he would have been on MTV when he started doing these skits. And boom, he got on this year, which is fucking dope, you know? And same thing for my video to even make it to ridiculousness. It's, it's dope. It's cool. What were some of the the hardships that you that you've been through like stuff that didn't pan out like having to do a like a scene like 50 times oh man like what are things that that really just were hard that you had to kind of the obstacles you had to get over i'll be honest with you it's really a mental thing Mm -hmm. when it comes to um this comedy stuff at least for me it's 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 i'm my worst enemy yeah dude always um you know you're gonna have critics People are going to talk shit. People are going to hate. Um, people are going to be like, ah, he's not that funny, whatever. That, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm content with that. But it's when I doubt myself, that's when, you know what I mean? That's, that, that's my biggest problem. Like, I need to be able to build myself up and just trust myself. Like, this is how I want it done. Like, trust that it's going to come out the way that I want, you know, the people to interpret my comedy and stuff like that my sense of humor so if but if i get like a little doubtful like oh i don't know if i don't know if this works i don't know if i should do it this way that's when boom that's already a setback i'm already doubting myself and it just makes it causes problems it's happened to me numerous amount of times you know in this past year where i you know doubted myself should i continue is is this even going to get me anywhere so to be able to challenge myself in that way and be like, you know what, I'm going to trust my gut, I'm going to trust my thought process and my sense of humor, and I'm just going to go with it. And so far, it hasn't steered me wrong, being it's able to dope. battle that, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a rule of life. It's a rule of life. Because the more momentum you have in either direction, mm-hmm. the more you'll do that thing. So like, if 100%. you keep doubting yourself and you keep saying, ah, that video, I, I could have done that. I could have mm-hmm. made it. I could have, I could have, I could have, should have, would have. Yeah, you, maybe you could have. Maybe it would have it would have been the biggest hit in the fucking... Maybe, but you trust your gut. Because, like, how do you know? Are you going to start asking 30 people, Hey, uh, do you think I should have maybe worn different pants? Should I, have got, should I have done it outside? Should I have done it upside down? Should I, I don't know. And you start asking tw- yeah. all these people, and everyone has yeah. a different opinion. And then mm-hmm. before you know, your brain is exploding. And you're like, oh, I'm just not going to do anything. And that's what usually happens. This is a general rule of life. So, dude, it's, uh, it's vital that you... It's awesome that, you, that you're aware of that. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't think that's an obvious like it's it's redundant like everyone should know that, uh-huh. but I don't think people internalize it. How about this? This is like a, a true story, okay? Uh, so I'm at my apartment with my girlfriend, and regular day. Um, I had just recently gotten posted on World Star, the video that I told you that made MTV. Okay, so it hits World Star, right? right? It gets me over 10k, gets me to 11k, whatever. How how far were you? Where were you before that? Uh, before that video, I think I was at maybe eight thousand. And how fast did those did that two three k? Within two days, I was already eleven k. Wow. Bro. Yeah, I gained. That was the most I ever gained. I gained like three thousand followers off that video. Damn. Two over two million views that video. That shit was crazy. It was in the moment. It wasn't like planned out. It was like a natural video, and those usually do the best. So the traffic video, I was laughing really hard from that well, when i was dancing like Chris one, Tucker. that was hilarious bro when you were rush doing, hour because you know what yeah. it's it's so natural yeah you could tell you were well saw too yeah i saw that yeah, that's what i'm talking I mean, about bro I, when i yeah. told you i, I look at your shit I'm my sure. man all right that's it. so what 
it was so natural, man. That's when the comedy is fire. Yeah. When you're just in the state of flow yeah. and like the creativity starts to build and like in the moment I shit, and you're just going at it. That's when it's really good because people sense that they can yeah. smell that it. You just be in your weird ass self, mm-hmm. and they love it. Dude, I'm fucking weird, man, and I think that uh, that helps me. Is uh, I know I'm weird. But you're confidently weird. That's yeah, the best. Like, Most people, everyone's weird. But everybody, no, exactly. But nobody, but some people are are like, it just makes sense. They're, it, like, they're either secretive or they're just pointlessly weird. We're like, no, no one's, it's a stupid thing to say. But like, you're weird in a way where you want it to benefit you and you allow it to mm-hmm. just be. Other people are like, I'm weird. You're yeah, like, I'm yeah, fucking so weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. There's a difference. You get mm-hmm. what I mean? You got to embrace that shit, man. If you're yeah, watching dude. this and you're weird, embrace your weirdness. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's my advice to you weird people. But, um, fuck, yeah. What was I saying about the... So, okay, so the story, right? So, I'm in, I'm in my apartment. I had just got posted on World Star. You would think, you know, I feel like I'm on top of the world right now. Like, wow, like, this is dope. I'm, yeah. you know, the views are crazy. This is the most viewed uh, video I've ever gotten. And I was already, that was my fifth time posting on World Star. So, fast forward two weeks, I had one of those days where I was like, now what? Like, you know, like, I don't, what's next? Like, what do I do? Like, what's the game plan? Like, I was just doubting myself a lot, you know, being hard on myself and, I promise you, 10 minutes later, I just refreshed my email and, uh, no way. Was it the email? No, I got a DM. I'm sorry. Before the email, I got a DM from an MTV producer from Ridiculousness talking about, uh, is this your video? The world star. Did you think video. it was fake for a second? Of course, 100%. In that moment, I was like, this, no fucking way. MTV yeah. producer. Pff, yeah, right. Who are you, you fraud? You know, like, that's what I'm thinking. I, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm always thinking somebody's trying to get over on me. Same so, way, yeah. You, you know you, I mean? We're all like that, bro. You, you want never, me, buddy. You never trust anything. Yeah. Hi, how are you? What the fuck do you want? What do you want from me? Why are you talking to me like that, huh? I got nothing for you, bud. But, uh, but yeah, nah, this guy hits me up randomly about this video. He actually sent me the link of the World Star video saying, is this you, blah, blah, blah. You, you know, own the rights, all this shit. And I was like, uh, yeah, what, what's up? You know, what's going on? And he started telling me that he's a producer and all this shit. And I did my research on him. Turned out to be real. And I was like, wow. Like that right there in that moment made me realize like patience is really like like a virtue. Oh, you so know, that, that, that line like really uh, in the moment having the patience is the most freaking annoying thing in the world because i didn't get posted on world star for maybe 11 months of doing skits every single day and i thought that was terrible 11 months you know how many people would be like 11 months bro there are people that have been doing this for years man yeah 11 months in the grand scheme of things but in the moment 11 months feels like forever oh forget about like when is somebody gonna notice me but when you now that it's there, you look back at it in reality. Eleven months is not it's that not, long, bro. Not at all. You're right. You're, you're on MTV. You're gonna be on MTV, man. Nah, yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. It's pretty a cool. long time. But yeah, I hear you. You're Patience right. is so important, and that's why most people don't do the things they want to do because, because it's you, like, yeah. when is it gonna happen? It's not gonna happen. I'm not good enough, and then they just do nothing about it. And yeah, no shit. Now it's never gonna happen. So you're right. yeah, you're right, and and that's what I learned on that day, especially because. You know, what if I never would have got that DM? I don't know. 
would I have stopped making videos? I don't know. I can't tell you. But thank God, you know, I needed that in that moment to kind of like remind myself like, oh, shit. You know, all that work that you put in, like, here it is. This is the outcome. This is the results. Like, if you put in the work, just like with anything, working out, dancing, playing basketball. Like, if you practice, you're probably going to be decent. Maybe not the best, but you're going to be decent. You're going to know what you're doing, you know? And uh, that's what happened with the skits. I just started learning. Even Forget about the acting part. Even behind the scenes of putting it together. Editing, you know, on the phone. Like, I learned so much through friends and other people who, who make skits. Like, mm-hmm. that's a whole different thing. That shit is, that shit is dope. I love that shit. Like, like, being able to, I guess, narrate and produce the video and put it together and add the effects and all that. I awesome. Because you have it in your brain. Yes. And then you just see your work. Exactly. And you're like, this is how I wanted it to be. Exactly. And it's like, ah. like you Directed it, your own yes, sort of dude. mini little movie, you know? Sick feeling. I love this, it. It's a, It's exhilarating, bro. I had this with the with the podcast. Uh-huh. You know, starting it up, and I was thinking of all these ways to to make it. I went to the B and H. You know, you heard of B and H? No, what is that? It's one of the most popular electronic stores in the world. Okay. It's in New York. Okay, they, cool. It's actually owned by Hasidic Jews. Oh wow! And they have celebrities going there all the time. It's just it's very well known. Mm-hmm. It's in the city. So I went there and I, I, I told them, hey, I want to put a podcast together. Could mm-hmm. you show me what equipment I would need? I don't want to spend a lot of money, mm-hmm. but I want to do video, yada, yada. So they walked me through it. And then because in the beginning, I wasn't like, oh, I'm not going to do it, whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck it, just do it. And I went there and I did it and I bought, you know, I bought the cameras and the whatever. Yeah, and little by little. Out, man. Yeah, man, thanks. And little by little, things started to become more real to me. And I started doing a few episodes. And I was stalling putting it out. I just kept like, ah, I got, I got to wait until I have this. And I got to wait until I have that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, D- just put it out already. Yeah. Once I put it out, yeah. it became real. I was like, now this is happening. You see it, now yeah, I yeah. have to build it. I oh, have to make okay. sure I have guests every week. Uh-huh. I have to make sure that the editing is good. I have to, And I have to fit it into my real estate schedule. I have to make sure it doesn't really get in the way of work. And it's i'm getting all these different ideas like i'm always having like who can i put on mm-hmm. how can i make it more appealing how can i build controversy uh you know what do people want to see mm-hmm. how can i make it funny how can i make it you know whatever all these different things yeah, and then yeah, yeah. uh um you know just so many creative things come into play it becomes and, and all of this and once you see it happening uh-huh. you build just like with you you build the confidence, confidence to, to, yeah. to keep going and it's uh, and for me, man, I haven't I haven't gotten an, any MTV kind of thing, and and mentally, I think I'm okay with that. Meaning, do I want that? Of course. Even though my podcasts generally don't go that route, you know, it's mm. a different kind of yeah, thing. it's a different kind of ball game. Right. But in a sense, but in you just sense, started, right? Right, hundred percent. You you, you, you you just keep going. That's that's really. I have no no plan to stop. That's the best advice I think I ever got from people was just keep going. Stay consistent. That's it. You know, don't stop. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. No matter what, just keep being you and just keep going. And you know, what could go wrong? You Worst case I mean? scenario, you can say that you had a plan, mm-hmm. you had a dream, you had a, yeah. something in mind, and you you it came to fruition. And that you, that's something that you, most people can't say. Exactly. And that yeah. in and of itself is bigger than you know. 
So for me, just the idea that I wanted to, mm-hmm. and I did it, and I'm enjoying it, and it's not something that I'm that I'm forcing myself to do. Like, oh, it's right. so stressful. Another episode. I'm like, another fucking episode. Dope. Yeah, Who do I get yeah, to interview yeah, today? Yeah, it's. I'm, I love it. Yeah. So, you know, that's another key. Loving what you do. It. it of course, it's hard. Yeah. It, it requires effort, but it's so much easier to put in the hard work because you're looking forward to it. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? And and that's. When when you hear people who become successful, massively successful people in any given field, and they talk about it, if you don't, if you aren't doing your own version of it, you, you listen to it and you think it's nice, be like, oh, that's so nice, and then you go home and you do the same shit you're doing. Yeah. When you're actually building your own version of that, you're like, wow, I really get what they mean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you start to understand it, and you're like, ah, oh, persistence. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm persistent. Okay, I'm I'm coming up with something and I'm making it real. Okay, coming up, making it real. You know what I mean? You're oh, 100%, man. And it's so many different examples of that too out there. Yeah. Like, you know, like I was talking about King Batch, right. a guy who was like me, you know, a regular Joe, just trying to be funny, make videos, and now he's got like movies on Netflix. And he started from Instagram. That's where they start. He started, from, he started from nothing, man. From nothing. It's... It's crazy, and I'm seeing more and more of that, like uh, Mr. Commodore, um, Haha Davis. These are, you know, Instagram comedians. I know who, King Batch. I don't know the other guys. Yeah, no, you got to. Uh, Haha Davis is probably my top three favorite IG comedian. He's yeah. hilarious. He does like, um, he, he'll do like a scenario where he'll, he's like sitting, chilling, yeah. but like he does like a voiceover of thoughts. You know what I mean? So like... For an example, like let's say you got like a weed bag, like he'll be the weed bag, like the voice like, talking to to him. You know what I mean? Like funny shit, dude. He's hilarious, but also he, I see him in tune with Fifty Cent. Like, wow. Doing, yeah, and Mr. Commodore, like getting uh, I just saw a role with 50 in, in 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 his new show. Um, I don't know what it's called. I forget, but but yeah, these are Instagram comedians who make skits who are on TV now. You know, like for a guy like me. That's motivation. That's the shit that I need to see to, to keep me, you know, focused. Like, I can be that, you know? Like, they started where I was at. What's the difference? Nothing. There's no nothing, difference, Nothing. Man. You just have to believe that you're worthy of doing, of getting to where they got. Yeah. I, I, and, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a cocky guy. Um, you know, I may come off that way. You know, I got the little curl hanging no, and i might put the shades I, I, I on i don't think you come off that way man but um i'm very you know i'm i'm a humble dude and uh i'm just confident and i just believe in myself and i think that i was made to be on the big screen whatever that means you know browsers whatever that means <laughs> i don't know this could be the big screen hey how are you you know what i mean but i just believe like i don't know i was here to make people smile you know, uh, you know, the best feeling, I'll be honest with you, is when one of my, you know, fans or supporters or anybody would hit me up and say, hey, man, you know, I watched your video today and you made my day. That right there. Boom. I know my job is done. I did something good today. I made somebody happy or I made somebody's day flip upside down from a frown to a smile, you know, and that that's. Like a feeling that you can't really describe. It's just like, nice, you know? It's awesome. Yeah, dude. It's pretty cool. Yeah, dude. I just, get a lot of that. It's cool. I'm glad, bro. Okay, so with all that said, it's been an absolute pleasure, bro. 
Guys, check him out. Puerto Rican Jew, the Puerto Rican Jew on That's Instagram. Me, guys. That is him. That's me. Brother, it's been. Yeah, motherfucker, make sure you follow, man. Yeah, Benzona. Don't play around, okay? <laughs> but yeah, it's been a pleasure as well. Um, it's a cool experience, you know, being in Miami and just being able to do this. And, you know, it's cool. Come back to Come back to visit. Definitely. Let definitely will. Hopefully move down here. Dude. Right on. Give me a ring. Give me a ring when you do. Uh, so without further ado, guys, check him out. This has been another episode of Susan Semantics with your host, Rafi Pinsky. <laughs> and tomorrow in Paris, we'll be doing another episode. Oui, so guys, oui. stay tuned. Ta-ta for now. Peace. Peace out.